and welcome to Holding Fast. Thanks for being in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Are you diligently pursuing the kingdom of God in your life? In fact, that's what our Lord tells us to do, does He not? In Matthew chapter 6, the great Sermon on the Mount, our Lord said in verse 33, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I had an opportunity to sit down with a a precious soul that Jesus loves and be able to share the gospel and renew our understanding of the the good news about Christ and this person shared a testimony with me of how of the, that actually I've heard from many people down through the years about previously uh, come before coming to know uh, about the gospel that this person was really struggling and trying to hold life together and try to figure out where to go and which direction to seek and how they might know God. And uh, I am reminded that knowing Christ and knowing his salvation solves a lot of these problems for us, does it not? If you are, uh, had, uh, remember back the time when you were looking for the salvation. We're trying to fill that God-sized hole in your heart. You may have looked down many avenues, but after you came to Christ, after you discovered what He's done for you and you gave your life to Him, all of a sudden it changes your perspective on the entirety of this existence. Jesus said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. A walking with God is what it's really referring to here. His seeking his righteousness, learning to live in the holiness of a heart and purity of love uh, for the Lord Jesus Christ and for God Himself, uh, that that's one of that is the that is the primary motivation for all of life today. As you meditate on what God has before you, can I encourage you and admonish you to seek first the kingdom of God? Uh, it seems to me that the Bible promises not just in the Old Testament uh, uh, law, but also in the wisdom literature and the books of Psalms, collections of Psalms and Proverbs, but also in the New Testament. And there is a recurring theme that happens here. I don't know if you're reading in the church Bible reading program, but recently we just read the fifth chapter of Genesis. And reading those first chapters of Genesis is and particularly chapter 5, is like walking through a cemetery and reading the epitaphs on the tombstones. Uh, You know, sometimes there's humorous ones. I like to walk through and read those. Not everybody enjoys doing that, but I do. One of them said, As I am now, so you shall be, so make your plans to join with me. Uh, And then somebody who was an anonymous onlooker, read those words on that tombstone and and then laid these words on the tombstone on a piece of paper. To follow you, I'm not content until I know which way you went. And I would say amen to that. But when you read through those uh, verses in the fifth chapter of Genesis, you really discover uh, there's, there's particularly one name that stands out there that we always focus on, and that is, of course, the name Enoch. Uh, what a great epitaph is written on his funeral, on his tombstone, right? Where it says that Enoch walked with God. The assumption, of course, is that he was converted and he was a uh, he was obedient to God and he was walking in a comfortable, intimate relationship with Him. 
uh, and the Bible says that God took him. Verse 24, actually, of Genesis 5 there says uh, that he was not, for God took him. Warren Wiersbe actually even remarked about that, that Enoch had been walking with God for so many years that his transfer to heaven was not even an interruption. What if God were to call you home today? Have you been walking with him? Well, that's our that's our perspective today as we meditate on the Word of God. Uh, I'm reminded that even in the book of Proverbs, the Bible tells us that if I make more important God's goals and God's priorities and God's objectives, if I make that the most important thing in life, where I'm pursuing righteousness with all my heart, that I'm that I have this this uh, insatiable hunger to know Him better, to to be in God's house, to listen to the preaching. Uh, there's something wrong if if I'm never in God's house and being around God's people. It, it's it's zapping to your uh, to your uh, spiritual stability and your endurance because God intended for us to be together in the house of God. If you're not in one, you need to stop, be disobedient, and get in one and be able to worship the Lord. You say, well. Uh, I have a lot of things going on. Well, then you got too much going on. I encourage you to do this because somebody who is seeking first the kingdom of God is going to take advantage of every opportunity to be able to be in God's house. Um, now, when we came to the Lord, I'm reminded in Proverbs chapter uh, uh, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, the Bible says that if we will actually make this our priority, something interesting begins to happen. And I noted this for the person I was talking to yesterday, that I have so many concerns, I have so many cares in this life that just go along with this existence. But I've noticed that the Bible promises very specifically that if I'll put what matters to God first in my life, if I make that my priority, if my goal is to please Him in all that I say and do, and then I'm taking advantage of all of the blessings He's given and the means of His grace, then God orchestrates my life so that all things that seem to be so looming and so huge and, and problems and obstacles in my life, I find that they either diminish importance or God just orchestrates them for his own glory and good uh, and my good in life. You remember that passage in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In other words, passionately pursue the kingdom of God. Make his priorities yours. And it says in verse 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Literally, he will make your path straight. Uh, he will work out all those things that seem to be disconcerting, things that seem to be just so uh, 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 unstable in your life and non-dependable. Uh, God will make those things to redound to his glory. Today, seek ye first the kingdom of God is the admonition from the word of God. And that begins by having every day that private and, clo and close time with the Lord, prayer time, seeking his face, getting forgiveness, confessing of sins, adoring the Lord, giving times of great thanksgiving. Seek him first. Ask him each day, Lord, what, what do you have for me today? I want to be sensitive to your leading because I want your kingdom to be first in my life. If you do that, I promise you, God's going to reward you richly. 
and he's going to bring greater glory to himself and greater good for you. May the Lord bless you today as you walk with him. Stay faithful. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ. Uh, His kingdom is not far away. It's right near. And pretty soon we'll realize that in all of its fullness. Praying for you. Asking God to give you a great time in him today. And watch for the obvious work of his hand in your life. God bless you. Walk with Christ.